I greet you, my brothers and sisters, on this auspicious day of Jummah, with the noble and universal greeting, the greeting that, are used, that is used by messengers, that was used by messengers and the prophets of Allah, the greeting of Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. It is a great privilege to be back here at the Islamic Center of Tableview, to be with my brothers and sisters, and to have the opportunity to meet with you again and to discuss perhaps the most important topic our worshipping of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is my 96th Juma lecture and I'm very grateful that I have been afforded this opportunity to speak to you about worshipping Allah and praying to Him. This is the highlight of my week. I'm a therapist, I'm a counsellor, I travel the country teaching people how to improve the way they feel within themselves, their being, and how to live their lives in a way that is enhancing, how to progress and how to prosper. And I've been doing this for over 22 years now. But nothing gives me the delight, you know, I lecture all over the country, but nothing gives me the delight of being on the Juma platform. And for that, I'm thanking Mawlana Omar for giving me the opportunity to be here. Because it is here that I can speak to you as my brother in faith. My brother in Iman. My sister in faith, my sister in Iman. That we agree. La ilaha illallah Muhammadur Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi We agree. And we agree that the beloved Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa the most remarkable man that ever lived in terms of his mission and his leadership that he gave to the world, nobody will ever come close to that. So we agree. So I'm not here to fight with you or to argue with you, but to move forward with you. That the greatest therapy that is, if you want to transform yourself and if you want to empower yourself, and if you want to change your life, there is no greater therapy than worshipping Allah and praying to Him. Now I'm telling you this as an academic that has got many degrees and diplomas and has many years of experience, even training psychologists and psychiatrists. I'm not telling you this as a person who went to madrasa and studied being an alim, I'm telling you this as a scientist. And I would like to share with you for the next 20 minutes or so from our br brilliant tradition of the Quran. So Allah says that I am Allah. There is no God but me. Worship me and establish prayer for my remembrance. I am Allah, he says, chapter 20, verse 14. I am Allah. There is no God but me. So worship me. There's the word worship. And establish prayer for my remembrance. 
So, in a Muslim's life, in a Mu'min's life, our worship life and our prayer life is the most important. Not our business life, not our married life, not even, you know, our financial life. As brothers and sisters in faith here, we agree that our worship life and our prayer life is first. We can be brilliant academics and captains of industry with business. We can be mothers with ten children. You can be anything, but you have to pray when it's prayer time. You've got to worship. We have agreed worshipping Allah is primary. Worship life is the first and most important thing in the life of a believer. It is. We don't understand worship. And we don't understand how transformative it is. We don't. We don't understand prayer. And we don't understand how life-changing it is. The Adhan calls us. It says, come to prayer, come to prayer. Come to success, come to success. Prayer and success is the same thing. If you are worshipping and your life is not changing, if you are worshipping and you are not becoming a changed person, you are not worshipping Allah. Allah says we must worship Him, not just worship. People worship, but they don't worship Allah. People worship false gods, deities, human beings. People worship idols. Worship by itself is not a big deal. But worshipping Allah is transformative and empowering. If you are remaining the same person and you're thinking you're worshipping Allah, I don't know what you're doing. You're not worshipping Allah. The people that is the deniers of Allah and the associators of partners, associators of partners with Allah, they are the kuffar and the mushrik and they were at the time of the beloved Prophet Our beloved Prophet taught us about Allah. More than half of his prophethood was taught about teaching about Allah. Salah came after the first half. Zakat came after the, all the doings came after. But first he taught them about Allah. He didn't say, let me just tell you, la ilaha illallah, now do this and do that and believe this and believe that. He guided them out of superstition, out of ignorance, out of foolishness and out of arrogance. To worship Allah means you become a believer. A believer is different from a non-believer. If you are the same as the people of the world that deny Allah and associate partners, if you are living like how those who deny Allah and who, you know, turn to things of this world, if you are living like that, then you are not a believer. A believer is transformed through knowing Allah and through worshipping Allah. The Quran says Allah created the human beings and the jinn that they may worship Him. Not that they may worship, but they may worship Him. Allah says He created the heavens and the earth and everything in between.
that we may know that he has power over all things. To worship Allah means to humble ourselves, to release. The word Silim, Salam comes from the word Silim. It means to release, to release your mind that you think you're smart and you know and you know how to take care of you and how you know how to take care of your life and you know how to do things and you know how to make things happen to release, to worship Allah means to know Him as what? the unique one God is the unique one, the eternal refuge Allah is the one and only from whom and of whom everything is from. Everything in existence, including you and me, our children and our people and everything is because of Him. He has caused us to be and He ensures that we continue to be. Not us. We did not cause ourselves to be and we do not ensure that we continue to be. But we think we did. We forget. We are like the kuffar and the mushriks. We live like the kuffars and the mushriks. Denying Allah that He is the creator of everything including you and I. And He, we are His as everything is His. This is Tawheed. Tawheed is the understanding that there is only the one that was never born and will never die. The all-powerful, from whom and of whom everything is and is because of. And because of his grace and his generosity, we are and we continue to be. This is the call to Allah. This is the call to worship Allah, to go beyond your mind. No, I know. I understand. I am smart. I know how to take care of me and my family. I know what I'll do. I'll get a degree. Then I'll be okay. I'll get a good job. Then I'll be okay. I know what will make me okay. And I will make sure I'm okay. And I will make sure my children are okay. And I will make sure everybody's okay. It is a denial of Allah. Allah has created us and He ensures that we are okay. We are His. We belong to Him. He takes care of all that is His. He takes care of us. This is the message of the beloved Prophet Muhammad to the people to go beyond superstition, to go beyond ignorance, to go beyond foolishness, and to go beyond arrogance and humble yourself. Humble yourself. Spend time every day acknowledging the one who has caused you to be and who supports you in continuing to be the one who is supremely great recognize this is the worship of Allah to recognize it's not to learn you can remain the same person and learn more facts and learn what to do and how to do it and how many times to do it and you can but you might not be aware of Allah you might not live Allah consciously a believer is one who is interested in Allah consciousness, being conscious of Allah and living Allah consciously. What does that mean? L being aware of Allah. You can learn a lot about Islam, you can know very little about Allah. 
Some of us worship Islam, not Allah. Allah is the first pillar of faith in Islam. La ilaha illallah. There is no power in this world except all power is with Allah. Now what we say, no, I can do it. I can fix this problem. I got a problem. I know what to do. I'll tell you what to do. Or maybe somebody else can tell me what to do. There's a solution in this world. I'll have to find it. Maybe a political one, maybe a financial one. There is no solution in this world. The solution is in worshipping Allah and releasing into His care and experiencing being cared for by Him, the Supreme Carer. You can't even care for yourself. I can't care for myself. What do we think? Did you think you gave yourself existence? Do you think you gave yourself the body? Do you think you gave yourself sight, hearing? What do you think you gave yourself? Everything that you have is from Allah. So worship Him. Humble yourself before Allah. Humble yourself. Become Allah conscious and you will find the assurance. The Quran tells us verily. It is only in the remembrance of Allah that hearts find assurance. There is no peace to be found anywhere in the world or anything in the world. There is no peace to be found. If there was, I would have told you. You can't go to any place in the world and say suddenly I am peaceful. If I go to Table Mountain, maybe I'll be peaceful. There's no peace in Table Mountain. There's no peace in anything that you eat or drink. People get addicted to all kinds of substances thinking there is. There is no peace in money. There's no peace in a job. Allah is as-salam. Peace is in Allah. Allah, you are peace. That's what you hear in Cape Town after the, the salah. Allah, you are peace. From you emanates peace. What is that, Molana? How you say it? Allahumma anta salam. Wa minka salam. Can you translate? What is it? Tell me, I'll tell them. So first, Allah. Allah, you are peace. And from you comes peace. We'll just stop it there for now. That's enough. Allah, you are peace. And from you comes peace. Now if you are aware of Allah as peace, you will experience peace within your being. Nothing in the world is going to make you peaceful. The mushriks and the kafir believe that something in the world will make them. They chase in this world. The love for this world is more than the love for Allah. We are believers. We are believers. Our love for Allah is our love for truth. Because one of the names of Allah is Al-Haq. What I am speaking to you here today is Haq. Are you interested in Haq? Are you interested in Allah? What I'm guiding you to is peace. Are you interested in peace? Are you interested in Allah? Or do you think you are interested in Allah? Do you believe that you believe? Or are you a real believer? A believer is more interested in their peace, their security. That's why they worship Allah. Does this mean you become a saint? No. Do I look like a saint? When you see me on the streets, do I look like a saint? Do I act like a saint? No. But I act like a healthy human being. So don't think if I tell you worship Allah, now you must become holy moly and all the time you must be a different person, you must stop being a human being. I'm just saying to you, worship Allah and watch what happens in your life. Watch the peace fill up within you. Watch the truth fill up within you. Allah is Kareem, the most generous. Worship the most generous. 
Become aware that He is the most generous. Allah is Al-Wadud, the most loving. Allah is Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim. He is the most beneficent and the most compassionate. Become aware of Allah in your worship and you will be transformed. I assure you, I'm a therapist. I speak to you as a scientist. This is the only solution. There is no other solution. We are to worship Allah. We are to become aware of Allah as truth. Seek truth. Seek truth. The world of schools and universities has no truth. It has a schooling. It will teach you how to read and write. It will teach you how to multiply, add and subtract. It's fine. It will teach you how to take a case through court if you're a lawyer and if you're a doctor, how to stitch somebody up. It will teach you that. But it will not give you truth. The truth that liberates us. The Quran gives us the truth. The beloved Prophet Muhammad exposed the truth. That's why he was a guidance for all of humanity. See, he's guiding humanity out of the darkness. What if you and I are in darkness and we don't know? What if? What if we are, as the Quran says, practicing Islam, but Iman has not entered into our hearts? What if? What if? What if you still don't know what Iman is? Could it be? Because I tell you, when you have Iman, you'll know you have Iman. You'll know it. You'll behave differently from the people of this world. You'll behave differently. And you won't try to behave differently. You will naturally behave differently. Why? Because you're aware of Allah. And why? Because you live with the awareness of Allah. So what? You become aware of His greatness. His sufficiency for you. You surrender to Him. You release into His care. You release all that pressure, that stress, that worry you have thinking you can take care of you and your life. And you release, I am in your care. I've always been. I denied it. I'm very sorry. Thank you for being most compassionate. Thank you for not withholding any of your blessings upon me even though I denied you. I have associated partners with you. I thought money will improve my life. I thought my getting more smarter will improve my life. Getting a degree. I thought I can in some way take care of me. I have associated partners with you. I have been no different from the kuffar, the deniers of Allah. And I have been no different from the mushrik, those who associate partners with Allah. Worship Allah. Become aware of His greatness. Get to know Allah. Get to know Allah. Sit with your family, sit with your children. I see you sitting with your small son there. Sit with him while he's small. Learn. Learn. Sit with him and explain to him who Allah is and how we can trust in him. That Allah says in the Quran that we can place our trust in him. Say to the believers to place their trust in the government. No. The MJC. No. Place your trust in Allah. Sufficient is he for those who place their trust in Allah. We choose fear over faith. A woman said to me the other day, does not fear block us? Does not fear block us from our faith? I said, no. When you don't have faith, you have fear. The darkness can't block the light. If you just switch on the light, the light comes on, the darkness is gone. 
The problems we have is because we are more interested in our smartness and thinking and our lives than we are interested in worshipping Allah. That's the problems. Our problems don't stop us from anything. It's our failure to worship Allah, to know of His greatness. To know that there is no other power but Him. And we believers, the Quran says, the believers have Allah. The disbelievers have no one. This is what joins me and you, my brother, in faith. Are we together on this? La ilaha illallah. Do we just say it or do we live it? We live it. The Quran says, keep reminding for reminding benefits the believers. If you are hearing what I'm saying and it's reaching you, congratulations. You're a believer. If you're hearing what I'm saying, is this going over your head? Think very carefully. Think very carefully. Is Iman important to you or if this world is primary? What is important to you? We're living in the awareness of Allah and His greatness and His sufficiency for us or denying that? And living in the awareness that Allah is the best of helpers, always caring for us, never not. In every moment is the support of Allah. If you forget every, anything that I've said, remember this. Allah is always with you and for you. When you fail to worship Him, you fail to know that it is the greatest letting down of yourself. Go and get anything from the world, it means nothing. When you come to know Allah is always with you and for you as a believer, He is always with you and for you. And you can rest in that, then you will release fear just like that and you will trust in Him. In any situation you will release, you will be into Silam. You'll release and you'll experience peace and you will know I place myself in your care and there's nothing but your care. There is only your care. There is only your grace. The Quran speaks so much about the grace of Allah, the blessings of Allah. If you try to count them, you never will. They're innumerable. Your sight, your hearing, that we are, that we speak, that we speak. Do you recognize what Allah has created us as. The kafir and the mushrik live like ignorant people who are lost, superstitious, and desperate and needy. That's how they live. Turning to themselves and one another to, for protection and for security. The believer knows Allah, he remembers Allah, and Allah remembers him. The believer is thankful for the grace upon him and is aware of Allah's graces upon him and Allah gives them more. And one of the graces of Allah is that he created us as human beings. We don't know what that is. Human beings are different from animals. We are capable of knowing Allah. Animals cannot. I am so grateful of the gift that Allah has given us to worship him. And I am sorry that I didn't start earlier in my life worshipping him. But it's not too late. I still got my a little bit of youth, largely black. Still pain-free. I have time. I can worship Allah. And Allah says, worship him, continue to worship him until there comes to you the certainty. You might do it one day and say, I worshipped, it didn't work. Ashraf, I don't feel the peace. You might do it a second day. Ashraf, I worship two days, I think I'll give it up, it doesn't work. Worship doesn't work. Ashraf, you said that worship will transform me. I did it for two days, it didn't work. You keep praying until there comes to you the certainty. 
You keep praying until you go beyond your ignorance and your superstition. You keep praying until you go beyond your arrogance. You ask Allah for forgiveness for your ignorance and your arrogance. And the certainty will come to you. Because Allah tells us in Hadith Qudsi, if you take one step towards Him, He takes ten towards you. And you begin to pray to Him. The Quran says, Allah is my well-being. Not my business, not my husband, not my wife, not my money. Allah is my well-being. Allah is my well-being. In Him do I place my trust. Be humble. Humble yourselves. Recognize Allah is the one keeping us, making us our maker, our sustainer, our maintainer. He is our creator. We bow to Him and we draw closer. The Quran doesn't say bow. It says bow and draw closer. Come closer to Allah. Come to know Allah. Do you know Allah? You, know, you may know a lot of religion, Islam, but do you know Allah? Do you, are you aware of Allah? Are you aware of Allah and do you live in awareness of His support in every moment? That He created us and gave us sight and hearing and intellect and reason and that we can experience His essence. He is peace. We can experience peace. Animals can't. He is love. We can experience love. He is generous. We can be generous. He is compassionate. We can be compassionate. Do you know what a gift Allah has given us as human beings to experience and embody His essence? This is the believer recognizes this. And the believer goes beyond an animal. The be believer goes beyond behaving like the kafir and the mushrik. The believer chooses peace. The believer chooses love because we choose Allah. The believer chooses generosity because we choose Allah. <laughs> See, we know. Believers know. Allah guides us. Those who Allah guides, none can lead astray. I do not guide me. He guides me. I ask Him for guidance and He leads me. I'm not special in any way. I'm a sinner like you. But one thing I know is I'm a believer. Before you can become anything, a doctor, a lawyer, an electrician, a husband, a wife. Think about becoming a believer. Think about that. That become a mu'min first. You might be a Muslim, but think about being a mu'min. Consider that. That will elevate us. So Allah has given us gifts of experiencing His essence, getting close to Him, becoming aware of Him and experiencing Him. That's what we are, the favorite creation of Allah on earth. That the Quran says He breathed His Spirit into us, into humanity. And He has given us the ability to invoke Him, to ask Him, to make dua, to pray to Him. Allah is my welfare, in Him do I trust and to Him do I turn. Turn every day and ask Him. The Quran says, invoke me and I will surely respond. Except for those who disdain my worship. Do you, if you don't worship Allah joyfully, willingly and happily, if you disdain His worship, there's grievous consequences. If you are ignorant and arrogant and you think, no, there's no value in worship, I think I'll get a degree, there's value in that. I think I'll start a business, there's value in that. There may be some value in that. But the value is nothing matters except Allah and worshipping Allah. I want you to know that. Nothing matters except worshipping Allah in an actual way and praying to Him. Because if you turn to Him and you ask Him with trust, to support you, knowing He is the unfailing and ever-responsive, the one that is with you and for you, you will not be failed. 
The Quran says, do not try to find a way out of your own problems. It is for Allah to find a way for you out of your Humble yourself. You can't do a thing. The arrogant, the arrogant do not worship Allah. The arrogant do not pray to Him. Why? I got enough money. I don't need to pray. I got a good job. I don't need to pray. My husband takes good care of me. I don't need to pray. So I want to leave you with that. I want you to leave you with we are believers. Are you a believer? Do you make... I'm not trying to force you to do anything. If this is not important to you, it's fine. Go your own way. That's what the beloved prophet said. To you, your way. If you think something is more important to you than worshipping Allah and praying to Him, go your own way. Peacefully we let you go. But bear witness that there are many of us who are believers. And we worship Allah and we turn to Him. So shukr alhamdulillah. All praise and glory. And thanks be to Allah, his choicest blessings be upon our beloved Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Shukran again to Maulana Umar for giving me this opportunity to spread a beautiful message with you here in Table View. Shukran alhamdulillah. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.